0: Welcome to episode 388 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. This episode is called New Year Recruiting for the 2025 Grad. As of January 2024, that would make this episode for the current junior class in high school. This is the second episode in a four-part series about what to do each year of high school as a student-athlete is halfway through their high school years. Episode 387 was for the 2024 Grad or Senior Year. In upcoming episodes will cover the 2026 grad and then the 2027 grad, the sophomore and freshmen of the year of 2024. This week's episode hits on the tasks or items that a current student-athlete needs to do or can do to hit or stay on the recruiting trail. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is part of the Recruit Me education business. My name is Brent Hanks, and I am the owner and CEO of Recruit Me. Recruit Me's goal is to provide you whether you are a potential student-athlete or the parent of a potential student-athlete, with as many free and inexpensive recruiting resources as possible. You can find the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app. And a new episode hits every Tuesday. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is the world's longest-running recruiting education podcast. Other resources that RecruitMe provides are the free recruiting power pack, which is available on the recruit-me.com website. You get a download with The First Steps to an Athletic Scholarship, an audio file about how to use videos, and a free player profile template. Just sign up on the recruit-me.com homepage. Also, you can sign up for the free Recruit Me monthly newsletter that gives you monthly recruiting tips, advice, and links to last month's The Athletic Scholarship podcast episodes. The RecruitMe 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System gives you a 200-plus page manual and workbook to take you step-by-step through your personalized recruiting journey. You can get the RecruitMe 3.0 system for only $39. You will get the seven steps to an athletic scholarship and much, much more. Step 1, select the right schools to contact. Step 2, write a great introductory email. Step 3, create your one-page player profile. Step 4, build your own recruiting questionnaire. Step five, track your communications. Step six, send one-page updates. And step seven, make your school choice wisely. Go to recruit-me.com to get your recruiting plan today. Before I get into the fast-paced and critical junior year of recruiting, I invite you to go back and listen to last week's episode, episode 387, and also episode 363. In those episodes, I cover more of what a senior in high school needs to be doing to get recruited, and if that senior is already committed or signed to a college. The junior year of high school is normally the most vital year of most high school student-athletes' recruitments. The junior year is when most high school student-athletes gain their maturity and play or participate in more varsity action and can take visits and be contacted by college coaches. Again, everyone's path is different, but just like in your sport, there are basic fundamentals that need to be learned and followed. Some of you may have started your recruiting journey and some of you are just realizing you want to play in college. So I call the junior year go time. If you have been doing the seven steps to an athletic scholarship, then you should be neck deep into and past steps one through five. Step one is select the right schools to contact. Step two, write a great introductory email. Step three, create a one-page player profile. Step four, build your own recruiting questionnaire. And step five, track your communications. These five steps and steps six and seven are detailed in the Recruit Me 3.0 athletic scholarship system. You can get your own Recruit Me 3.0 manual, workbook, and worksheets at recruit-me.com for only $39. A file download will be emailed to you for you to have and to keep. Also, the recruit-me.com has past episodes covering each of these steps. These first five steps are pointing you straight towards steps six and seven. Step six is send one-page updates and step seven is making your school choice wisely. RecruitMe's general advice is that you should start contacting college coaches when you have completely filled out your player profile, which is like a resume. The player profile provides meaningful information to college coaches on your list. Meaningful information like your name, grade class, high school, your sport, your position, or positions, your address, and contact information. As a side note, create a recruiting-specific email like suttonhanks2023 at gmail.com. You use this recruiting-specific email to send your recruiting emails from and to receive recruiting information and to register on the NCA or NAIA eligibility centers. Also, make this email shareable with your parents and or the person or people that are immediately on your recruiting team. Listen to episode 346 for more about building your recruiting team. The player profile also has a picture of you, your height, your weight, your dominant hand or foot, other sports that you play, and your sports metrics, like speed, strength, or velocities. Listed also are your test scores, GPA, and academic accolades. There is a section for your high school and club information and coaches for both high school and club's contact information. Another side note, be sure to let your coaches know that you are giving out their contact information and get permission to give it out. The last things on the player profile are short paragraphs that tell about your athletic virtues and history, your academic accomplishments, your family history in sports, and why you want to play your sport in college, and how you will benefit the college team. The Recruit Me 3.0 details each section of the player profile and gives you a template. You can also get a template at the recruit-me.com homepage by signing up for the free recruiting power pack. Your junior year may be the time you send both your introductory email and the player profile to introduce yourself to college coaches of interest. So hopefully you have developed a college list and have done research on the college programs, their academics, and the coaches. You should have a list of anywhere from 25 to 50 colleges and start to pare them down to 20 to 30 to send, and then you are continually updating and adding and subtracting schools. John Fugler, the founder of RecruitMe, always emphasized to cast your net widely. The Recruit Me 3.0 system has two worksheets in the package, the Parameters Worksheet and the College School List Worksheet. You can email me, brent, at recruit-me.com and request these two worksheets, and I'll send them to you for free. Listen to episode 322 for more information on these two worksheets. So we are up to date on what Recruit Me suggests that you should have done or should be doing up to and into your junior year of high school. I have covered our family's personal experiences in their recruiting journeys in many, many of the past The Athletic Scholarship podcast episodes. But here is a brief reminder of how both Parker, my older son, and Sutton, my younger son's junior years, evolved. Parker ended up committing and playing four years at NCA Division I Northwestern University. Northwestern is a Big Ten Conference member, and Parker played through the COVID drama, a coaching change, and an injury. He graduated in four years and did a one-year graduate program and will be starting his first job this month. Parker was a three-year starter for Ozark High School in Ozark, Missouri, a 6A school in southwest Missouri. He pitched left-handed and played left field. He was named All-Conference two years and was the Conference Pitcher of the Year in his 8-win-0-loss .86 ERA junior year. And he had a two-loss season his senior year. Four of his classmates went on to play college baseball. He competed against many future college players and even a couple of current MLB players. He left high school just throwing 83 miles an hour, but had an above-average changeup and two-seam fastball. As he entered his junior year of high school, we didn't know about recruitment at the time. He started developing highlight videos and an introductory email and a list of colleges as he finished a successful summer. He played in a junior Sunbelt tournament in McAllister, Oklahoma and faced a college-bound loaded Tennessee team and Team Arizona team. He proved himself the summer between his sophomore and junior year that he had the stuff to play in college. And then his junior year started as a high school coach set up an official visit at a top NCAA Division II baseball program in Lubbock, Texas. After the visit and a full-ride offer, the athletic scholarship would pick up any costs the academic scholarship didn't pay for. He then became even more serious about playing in college. He developed a parameters list, which included colleges within five hours of home, a high academic program and a chance to contribute his freshman year. He started sending emails, videos, and his upcoming spring season schedule to college coaches on his list. Again, he had a very successful junior year spring season, but didn't get much traction from colleges outside the area. Then he won the Pitcher of the Week at the Junior Sunbelt Tournament, and from that, he had some great video and stats against many future college committed players. He expanded his parameters and contacted schools around the Chicago area as he attended a South Chicago showcase late in the summer between his junior and senior year. Northwestern was one of the emails he sent, and they came to watch him pitch. The pitching coach invited us to visit the campus the next day for an unofficial visit. We met with him and took a campus tour, and we left knowing that he would talk to the head coach and then contact Parker the next Wednesday. As we drove back home, nine hours, we talked as a family and discussed the pluses and minuses. I'm a big Ben Franklin T-bar, pro versus con column guy. So we listed out the pros and we listed out the cons. We decided if Northwestern made an acceptable offer that that would be a good fit. We had done some research before Parker sent the email and after he was invited to campus and then on the drive home. Northwestern's pitching coach called on Wednesday and offered Parker a preferred walk-on position on the team. Preferred walk-ons are usually no athletic money, but a spot with no tryout. Parker accepted and signed his National Letter of Intent in November of his senior year. The National Letter of Intent was more of a ceremonial signing, as a real NCA Division I National Letter of Intent is a contract for normally one year and contains athletic scholarship money. But his signing ended his recruitment and made him one of seven recruits for the senior high school class of 2018 going to Northwestern University. I wanted to retell Parker's story to show you that you don't have to commit and may not get recruited your freshman or sophomore years, even with high accolades in high school. Also that Parker recruited Northwestern to recruit him. He found them. They didn't find him. There is very little chance Northwestern finds a pitcher from southwest Missouri to fit on their roster without Parker's contact and the relationship of his showcase coach. Sutton's story is very different, except that he parlayed a summer coach connection and him contacting Columbia College, and NAI school in Columbia, Missouri. Sutton's journey was hit by COVID that canceled his sophomore baseball season in high school. Luckily, he got to play on a high-level travel team the summer between his sophomore and junior year of high school. He performed well, and his very special skill of speed really developed in that summer. His team and competition that summer was loaded with future college players. He played a full spring season on Ozark's JV team. I think a combination of a new coach, him not playing on Ozark's summer club, and a large senior class ahead of him kept him on the JV squad. But he got a lot of experience, and again, Ozark is a very good and competitive baseball school. Six of the seniors played college baseball, and eventually six of Sutton's classmates are playing college baseball. He wasn't sure if he had the desire or the talent to continue with baseball in college. Then the summer between his junior and senior year, he played on a team filled with high school grads that were all going to play in college. Sutton was only one of two seniors in high school on the team. After the first two weekends of travel ball, Sutton caught fire and was stacking up hit after hit, bunts, line drives, infield hits, and even an over-the-fence home run and an inside-the-park grand slam. Legit, no errors. Just Sutton showing off his speed. He only got caught once stealing the bases, and that was because he slid past the base. His batting average hit .460, and he ended batting .420 for the summer season. He realized that he could parlay his special skill, speed, to play baseball in college. Also, watching his brother gave him insight to the benefits of the opportunity. We engaged the Recruit Me 3.0 system and did steps 1 through 5 and took his college list to his summer coaches and they gave advice on the 15 or so schools we had on the list. His summer coaches suggested Columbia. We did not have Columbia on his list, so Sutton did some research and added them to his school contact list. After an email with his introductory email and his player profile with video and a recommendation from his summer coaches, Sutton was invited to an unofficial visit to meet with the Columbia College coaches. Sutton and I did a campus tour, met with admissions, had lunch with a couple of current players, and met with the baseball coaches and left with an offer for a spot on the team and a small athletic scholarship offer. Sutton talked to the Columbia coaches a few days later and accepted their offer and became a Cougar. Sutton had two other offers, and before he put his commitment on social media, he contacted, personally, the two other coaches and told them that he was going to go to Columbia. That is a tough task for a 17-year-old to do, but it is a must when you are being recruited. Sutton is now a sophomore at Columbia and will begin his second year as an outfielder, as practice starts January 8th and games start on February 2nd, weather permitting. I really wanted to paint a picture of how both of my son's experiences were different and how they used their parameters, their school list, research, and coaches as assets to recruit colleges to recruit them. Again, Columbia College doesn't find Sutton without him contacting them and getting input from his club coaches. Both of my boys use their junior and senior year to get on the radar of college coaches. Listen to last week's episode about the senior year as I detail more specific tasks to do if you are out of season, in season, or getting ready to be in season. Check out episode 387 on your favorite podcast app or on recruit-me.com. At the end of the next several episodes, I'm going to give you a glimpse into the RecruitMe 3.0 athletic system manual. The RecruitMe 3.0 system gives you a 200-plus page step-by-step manual, workbook, and worksheets that guide you through the recruiting process. I am the owner of RecruitMe, but John Fugler started RecruitMe back in 2002, and he wrote and developed the RecruitMe 3.0 system. You can get your own Recruit Me 3.0 system for only $39 by clicking the link in the show notes or going to recruit-me.com. Myth number six, my high school coach or guidance counselor will get me a scholarship. Truth, few high school coaches or counselors have time or the knowledge to take charge of your recruitment. They might have a few contacts at colleges where they can promote their exceptional athletes, but you'll need more than just a few colleges looking at you if you want the best chance to receive a scholarship you need to be talking to several dozen coaches. Join me next week for an interview with Chance Potts from One More Benefit Mental Fitness Program and Business. Get introduced to how mental fitness helps athletes and helps in recruiting. Thank you for listening to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. We'll see you next week.